Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. Are you a thinker? Do you ask questions and seek to find the answers or grow an understanding? I confess, I ask questions, all types of questions. Somewhere, as a young man, I was challenged to become a critical thinker, to not assume that I already knew truth and had all the answers, but rather to question everything for myself, even the existence of God. I have found that by asking questions and then seeking actively to know the truth has helped me to become a more faithful follower of Jesus. You see, God's truths can stand up to our questions, and good questions can lead to understanding and growth. So I have a question for you. It is simple, and no doubt many will conclude that they already know the answer. But do you really know the answer? Do you know it so thoroughly that you live out your understanding and knowledge? Let's find out. The question, what is love? We will begin our investigation in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, also known as the love chapter. So take up God's word and let's start finding some answers for ourselves. Let's begin our study with prayer. Our Father in heaven, your name is a holy name and you are Lord over all creation. You are the King of kings, the Lord of all lords. You have no beginning and no end. You are God. And we thank you, Father, that you have made yourself known to us and that you have put within us your likeness, your image. You have made us inquisitive that we may ask questions, grow, learn, find answers, complex answers. You have made us in a wonderful, complex sort of way. I pray, Father, that you would help us today to begin growing in a couple of ways. One, if we're not already a deliberate, critical thinker, that you would help us to begin to ask questions so that we may grow and mature in our knowledge and understanding. But as we ask those questions, I would ask, Father, that you would help us to know the truth, not just get answers that support our biases or our preconceived notions and ideas. Help us to know your truth, to know the truth. And then I would ask, Father, that you would help us to apply that truth to our lives, that we would literally grow and mature, that block upon block, we would be built up into a servant of Jesus Christ that honors and pleases him. Help us in our study. Give us understanding, insight. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. So hopefully you have your Bibles open to 1 Corinthians 13. We're going to be reading the entire chapter so that we have a good basis to begin answering our question. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1, we read, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. 
Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails, but whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child, I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see in a mere dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know just as I also am known. And now abide faith, hope, love, these three. But the greatest of these is love. As we begin this investigation of what is love together, there's some things that you need to already know. First and foremost, I believe the answers to all of our questions come from God. Now, I've challenged that in the past. I've asked questions about whether or not there is a God, whether or not we can know Him or learn anything from Him. And by faith, yes, by faith, I have come to believe that not only is there a God, but He has made Himself known, and He has revealed His will, His wisdom, His works to us through His Word. So when I start asking questions, I go to the Bible to find my answers. There are those who would say that that's not a legitimate way to begin answering any question. But I can do this because I've already asked the questions. Now, you may need to make some presuppositions about the existence of God and how he has made himself known, but I would encourage you to either by faith just trust in him, trust in his ability to make his will, his truth known to you, and begin from there. Or if you need to, go back and ask those questions for yourselves. In all likelihood, to some degree, you've already asked the question. You've already come to the answer that, yes, there is a God, and yes, we can know him. Or else, why would you be listening to this study at all? So that's where I begin. So when I ask a question like, what is love? I go to the Bible because I believe it is my ultimate source of knowledge and truth. And I begin my study there. And quite often, I conclude my study with trying to apply those things I've learned in the Bible to my own life. So that's where we begin. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, what is known as the love chapter. But actually, before we look at chapter 13, we need to ask about the context of this chapter. What is going on in 1 Corinthians that Paul is talking about love to the Corinthian church? You see, there are 16 chapters in 1 Corinthians, and we're looking at chapter 13. So there's already 12 chapters of content that we have not been looking at. And I didn't want to look at all 12 chapters before looking at the question of what is love. 
So let me summarize our context, and that will probably be as far as we go today. The church at Corinth was a troubled church. Paul addresses issues like division within the body. Some called themselves followers of Peter, others Apollos, and others Paul. Some would go around bragging that they had been baptized by this one or by that one, and that they were disciples of specific teachers or apostles. Paul addresses division. There were issues about love in the church at Corinth. There are instances of selfishness. There are instances of disregarding the needs of other people. There are all kinds of things that when we get to chapter 13, Paul is trying to give a conclusion to all of these uh, instructions and corrections that he's already made. And his conclusion is that they need to know what love is and apply love to their church relationships, to their lives. So that's basically the context. Well, in the verse just before chapter 13, Paul makes this statement, and now I will show you a more excellent way. He had just finished talking to them about spiritual gifts and about order in the church and how they should pursue spiritual gifts and use them for the benefit of one another. But he doesn't stop with that you need to be more spiritual in your worship services and use your gifts in a proper way. Rather, he says, and now I will show you a more excellent way. And then he introduces love. And I think that's what we need to understand about love immediately, at least what the Word of God claims about love. Love is a more excellent way to live out our relationship with God. <laughs> now, does, does that sound silly to say? And yet I wonder how much of our worship, of our service, of our study of God's Word, of our praying, how much of our words and our deeds are really governed by love. And to really be able to evaluate that, we need to know what love is. Just to let you know ahead of time, we are not going to have an exhaustive understanding of love at the end of 1 Corinthians 13. What I have found is, when we ask questions like, is there a God? Can we know him? Is the Bible the word of God? Can we trust it? That yes, we need to answer these questions and to trust in the answers by faith. But our understanding regarding those questions continues to unfold as long as we continue to study. For instance, I absolutely believe in God, but I am growing all the time in my understanding of who he is and how he has made himself known. I'm growing all the time in my ability to know the God I believe in. And as I grow to know him more and more each day, I become more convinced of his existence. I wouldn't have thought a couple of years ago that I could believe more firmly in the presence of God, but I do. My relationship with him is stronger. My fellowship is richer. And because of that, my conviction that there is a God and that he can be known is more certain. And so when we ask these questions, we're not looking for easy answers. We're actually just beginning a journey in understanding the truth that God has made known. Now, I hope you will hang in there with me as we not only ask the question of what is love, 
but other questions as well. Because it's only through the asking of these questions and the answering of these questions that we can truly grow as a follower of Christ with any stability and into any maturity that God desires us to have. So for today, the context, the Corinthian church was a troubled church, a selfish church, a divided church, and that resulted in their faulty worship, their faulty service. They were not living the love of Christ out within the body of Christ. And so Paul addresses that, and ultimately the conclusion is they need to know what love is and to live out the love of Christ in their relationships. Paul closes out 1 Corinthians with, Now there is faith, hope, love, these three. But the greatest of these is love. And that's why this is such a good question. Because the greatest Christian virtue is love. And if we are to be Christians, if we are going to be followers of Christ, then we need to know what love is, how to live in love, and we need to know that as completely and thoroughly as we can. I hope you'll stick with me as we seek to answer the question of what is love. Father in heaven, thank you for this basic beginning, this introduction to this question. And I pray, Father, that you'll work in the hearts of each one of us to have the fortitude, the stamina, to stay with a study like this, to not simply get bored with it or assume that, okay, I've got love, it's no big deal, but rather, Lord, to understand its importance and to seek to deliberately, in a detailed, thorough sort of way, understand what love is. Your word says you are love. And so we certainly need to know what love is, what to love means, what to be love means. Help us, Father, in this study. Work in our hearts. Raise our level of concern or curiosity, whatever it is that we need, so that we will stay and study your word, whether on our own or together. Help us, Father, to grow in Christ, for we seek to know you and to live a life that honors you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.